I never enjoyed flying, but when my husband's parents suggested we take a trip together, I couldn't say no. I tried to push my fears aside as we boarded the plane, but my heart raced with every step closer to the aircraft. As we settled into our seats, I couldn't shake the feeling that something was off. The flight attendants seemed to move too quickly. Their smiles too forced. The turbulence on the flight was worse than I had ever experienced before, and I clutched my armrests until my fingers ached. Are you okay? My husband asked, concern etched into his features. I tried to force a smile, but it came out more like a grimace. I'm fine, I replied, but the tremble in my voice gave me away. Don't worry, his mother chimed in. Flying is safer than driving. You'll be fine. I nodded, but the words did little to quell my fears. My husband reached over and took my hand, giving it a gentle squeeze. We'll be there before you know it. He said, his voice reassuring. I tried to take comfort in his words, but the fear was still there, gnawing at me. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath, trying to calm myself down. We're all in this together. His father added, a smile on his face. I knew they were trying to help, but their words only made me feel more isolated. They didn't understand how I was feeling and how every bump and jolt only made my fear worse. And then, without warning, the plane started plummeting towards the ground. My in-laws screamed in terror beside me and suddenly I felt a surge of anger and resentment towards them. I knew that this was my last chance to tell them what I really thought of them. You know, I spat, I always knew you never really approved of me. You always thought I wasn't good enough for your precious son. My mother-in-law looked back at me in shock, her eyes wide with disbelief. What are you talking about, she cried. We love you like a daughter. I laughed bitterly. Oh, oh, please spare me the act. You never even tried to hide your disappointment. And don't even get me started on the time you left me stranded at the airport for hours. Don't you remember that? My father-in-law looked uncomfortable, shifting in his seat. We've apologized for that, he said. It was a mistake. <laughs> a mistake? I scoffed. <laughs> you left me stranded in a strange city with no money and no way to get home. And now here we are on this crashing plane and I have to spend my last moments with the two of you. I could see the hurt and confusion in their eyes, but I didn't care. I was too consumed by bitterness and anger to care about anyone else. As the plane spiraled out of control, I felt a sense of satisfaction. At least I had told them the truth, even if it was with my dying breath. I knew this was it. I was going to die. I closed my eyes and prayed for a miracle, but there was nothing but silence. The sound of metal tearing and glass shattering filled the air as the plane crashed into the ground. My body was thrown forward and slammed back against my seat. I felt a sharp pain in my head and then everything went black. 
I knew I was dying. And as my life slipped away, I realized I had made a mistake. I should have listened to my instincts and never gotten on that plane. But it was too late now. I closed my eyes and waited for the end. Moments later, as I opened my eyes, I realized I was no longer on the plane. Instead, I found myself in a dimly lit chamber, the walls made of polished marble. I looked around in confusion, trying to make sense of my surroundings. And then I saw them, the demons. They were tall and white-skinned with horns protruding from their heads. They moved with a grace that was almost hypnotic. I tried to move, but found I couldn't. It was as if my body was made of lead, weighing me down and keeping me anchored in place. A figure stepped forward from the shadows, his eyes glowing with an unholy light. Welcome to hell, he said, his voice shrill and unforgiving. My heart sank as the reality of my situation set in. I was dead, and I was in hell. The fear and regret that had consumed me in my final moments only intensified, threatening to overwhelm me entirely. Please, I, I begged, my voice shaking. Let, let, me, let me go to heaven. I don't belong here. The demon looked at me with a cold, emotionless gaze. I'm afraid that's not possible. You made choices in your life, and now you must face the consequences, he replied. Tears streamed down my face as I realized that there was no escape. I was trapped here in this eternal torment with no hope of redemption. As the demons closed in around me, their claws and teeth glinting in the dim light, I knew that this was my fate, and now I knew I would pay the ultimate price. As I closed my eyes, preparing for the demons to tear me apart, I heard a deep, booming voice behind me. I turned to see a larger, devilish creature, his eyes glowing with an intense fire. Do you are the one who begs for redemption, he said his voice echoing through the chamber. Tell me, mortal, what have you done to deserve it? I swallowed hard, trying to find the words to explain myself. I, I, I was, um, I was afraid, I stammered. I let fear control me and I made mistakes and I, I, I didn't live my life the way I should have. The creature seemed to consider my words, his massive form looming over me. Fear is a powerful thing, he said. But it is not what plagues you. It leaned in closer to me, his red eyes glaring down at me with disdain. You have what, learn, mortal? He hissed. You wasted your final moments on Earth with bitterness and anger. Pushing away those who loved you, you could have spent your final moments in peace with those who cared for you. I felt a wave of irritation wash over me as he spoke. He might have been right, of course. I might have let my anger and pessimism consume me. And maybe I might have lashed out at those around me. But now, here in hell, 
I was paying the price for my actions. What? The creature said, his voice softer now. You are not beyond redemption. If you are willing to face your narcissism, to confront the darkness within yourself, then perhaps there is a chance for you to find peace. I looked up at him, hope stirring in my heart. Well, what, what can I do? I asked, desperation creeping into my voice. The creature leaned in closer, his eyes blazing with a fierce intensity. You must relive your transgression. You must acquire the empathy you so pitifully lacked and prove yourself worthy. This is the only way. I knew what I had to do. I just had to be nice to my in-laws to prove to the demon that I'm better than I was. With a deep breath, I pushed myself to my feet, ready to begin the journey towards redemption. As I stood there, preparing myself for the journey ahead, I suddenly felt a jolt. The walls around me shook violently, and I heard a deafening roar as the very fabric of reality seemed to tear apart. And then as suddenly as it had begun, it was over. I opened my eyes to find myself back on the plane, my in-laws seated beside me, the terror of the crash looming ahead, but this time something was different. I felt a sense of calm washing over me, a newfound strength and resolve that I had never felt before. I knew what I had to do. Are, are you okay? My mother-in-law asked, concern etched on her face. I looked at her, a smile on my lips. I'm fine, I said, just, just a little nervous, that's all. My father-in-law nodded with understanding, his eyes full of compassion. It's okay to be nervous, he said. But remember, we're all in this together. We'll get through it. As the plane shook, I felt a sense of peace settle over me. I closed my eyes, feeling the fear and anxiety melt away as I focused on the redemption I would certainly have this time. The plane jolted and shuddered, and I knew we were going to crash. As the plane hurtled towards the ground, I braced myself, holding on to the knowledge that I would be going to a better place. And when the impact came, I felt a sense of triumph wash over me, knowing that I had shown my compassion and emerged victorious. I opened my eyes, ready to face whatever lay ahead. And as I looked around, I realized I was not in hell anymore. Instead, I found myself in a beautiful garden, surrounded by light and love, and I had found my redemption, and I knew that I would be at peace. But, but then something, something was wrong. The, the plane was still crashing and the passengers still screaming in terror and I was right back where I started. Despair washed over me and at that moment I knew I was still in hell. The demon had tricked me, convincing me I could redeem myself only to be damned to the eternal torment of my last moments spent with my in-laws. I knew that this was to be my fate for all eternity, to be cursed, 
to relive the crash over and over again, never finding the redemption that I had so desperately sought. As the plane hurtled towards the ground once more, I closed my eyes, feeling the weight of despair crushing down on me. Apparently I deserve this, and there was no way out.